These are leftovers of uh, things we couldn't fit into the service from Sunday. We want to have some fun, make you laugh, but mostly make you think. This is Paul Lore, and we're going to talk today about different restaurants that we like. And my favorite restaurant is We Be Smoking out of Pale, Kansas. Mm, what's your favorite dish there? I always try to get the burn-ins and the baked beans. They don't have burn-ins. They don't have burn-ins? No. Well, they don't when you're there. No, they don't have them. <laughs> One sure? of their one of the yeah one of the most famous things that they say is we don't burn our meat. So what do they have? Anything on barbecue mini but burn ins. Burn-ins. <laughs> Paul, did you just lie to us? No, because I could swear I got burn ins there. No, I like their sausage. Huh. Okay, maybe I lied. I like their fried pickles. Their fried pickles. Fried pickles. They used to have queso sticks, and those were good. Mmm. <laughs> Carrie always gets the fried green beans. Ah, uh, those are delicious. It's almost like you're eating something healthy, but it's fried. But it's fried. So I'd go. I guess I'd have to go with uh, the uh, ham and turkey sandwich. That's a good I could one. I swore there was burn-ins there. I like eating there, but I've never had burn-ins there. And my name's Rob White. And uh, my favorite Paola restaurant is is really kind of a toss-up. But I'm going to go ahead and say Grandstand Burgers uh, for a couple of reasons. One, my daughter worked there for a long time, so I had to go in there and patronize them. They do have ice cream. They have crinkle cut fries that mm. they season. Mm. But their bacon cheeseburger is to die for. They do. They just have good cheeseburgers. They do. I mean, Always fresh. They're, delicious. They're very grand. Uh, my name is Bo Gherkin. Out of this whole list that's in front of me, I would have to say I'm, I'm a Weeby fan as well. I like their sausage. And I like their baked beans are, I, I think, the best... I've had in the whole KC area. I seriously like their baked beans. Hmm. Yeah, and the baked beans are the one thing that I don't like <laughs> from there about really? Weeby smoking. Yes, they are seriously my favorite. It, if if they would put a spicy sauce on it, I'd be okay with that. But it's sweet. It's. I always take the sauce, so- the spicy sauce with it, and mix it. Yeah, I think they're delicious the way they are. They're seriously good. Hey, do you guys know we're getting a new restaurant in town? I actually saw the sign for that. <clears throat> Southern Eats. It's called Southern Eats. That's what it says. So they're going to have gumbo. It says chicken, fish, shrimp, and then freshly cooked while you wait. Yeah, It's never probably, uh, I'm just throwing this out there, my first thought goes towards I'm worried that I'm going to be waiting a long time. (laughs) That was my thought too. It could could go fast because shrimp cooks really fast. But if you order something else like chicken or or, or fish... Um, hey, we're going to freshly cook this while you wait. I'm just a little worried about that. There will be a very long line. I didn't think that tagline was very good when I first seen it on that sign. It's over there by the uh, it's the old LTAP building. It's the old LTAP building. Did you guys ever eat at the old LTAP a lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Missed those days. We used to go in there in high school. They were so good. So it's also across from where the Pizza Hut used to be. Some I, I I just found out the other day that the Pizza Hut's not there when I went to pick up a pizza. Because on the Pizza Hut app, it still has the old address. <laughs> so I had to go find the new Pizza Hut. Was there any seating in the new Pizza Hut? <clears throat> yeah, there's like 10 seats. Oh, really? Yeah. See, Nothing comfortable like the old Pizza Hut. I'm going to really miss the buffet. 
because I wouldn't go ahead and order cinnamon breadsticks, <laughs> but I would eat them because I got the buffet. Right. And so I'm a little worried about the whole situation. I understand why they did it. They moved closer to the highway by the hotel. I understand why they did it. And uh, the building was probably a lot of upkeep because it was an older building. Yep. Bigger overhead. Also, the things that aren't on this list that we really haven't talked about is the food trucks in town. Food trucks. I've, I've heard amazing things about a couple of the food trucks. There's like one called Wild River Barbecue or something. Oh. That, um, and then you have the Barbecue Shack, which used to be where the Pizza Hut is now. Which is really funny. A Barbecue Shack that's on wheels is really a barbecue truck, isn't it? Um, if we were being honest, the it really wasn't in a shack before. No. No, it was when it was where the old LTAP building. Where, <laughs> where Southern Eats <laughs> is going. Yeah, so it really should be Southern Shack if that's the what if that's what we're gonna do. Is is that what Shaq called himself when he played down in Miami? Southern Shaq? <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't believe that. I don't I don't think that's <clears throat> what it was. I really didn't like when he played in Miami, honestly. I didn't watch a lot of basketball. I'm not a huge NBA fan. And I'm not a fan at all. And so I don't fall asleep the rest of the way. I have no opinion. Yeah, they they um, the three step rule is now like a fifteen step rule in the NBA, so it's it's tough for me to watch. I, I will say, <clears throat> have you guys tried? Neither one of you have tried Forganics yet in town. Mm-mm. No, I've heard really really good things about that restaurant. What, what have you heard? Um, so it's obviously healthy food, um, but I've also heard. What, that why is that obvious? Um, because I think organics means like organic. Oh, okay. I'm just, I don't know. I'm reading into that because usually when I see healthy, uh, I know you can't see me in the podcast, but a guy my size doesn't like tend to lean towards anything green or healthy. Well, I know on the special for today it was like fish and panini bread and it looked healthy. See, when I see the word panini, I think chick food. I think expensive. Really? Yeah. So, like, my wife loves Panera Bread. Uh-huh. Loves it. I'm Expensive. not a fan. I'm not, I'm not a fan of Panera Bread because it's, it's chick food. If I see a whole menu and it has a bunch of soups on it, I get nervous. Oh, man. Soups are awesome. Panera Bread is good. I like it for lunch. I'll go there. Paul, oh, you soup. would like it. You would like it. <laughs> but where's my chips? See, I say chick food, and Paul's automatically like, I like it. I like it. I, I like Panera, too. They, they've got really good sandwiches and great soups. You're right across the street from a Chipotle. The the problem is it's so stinking expensive. I, I've i only ate there one time. Panera bread? Yeah. Yeah. I just I didn't care for it. I, maybe I need to try it again. I had a bad experience. But, but I mean, Forganics could, I've seriously heard from multiple people, probably probably six to a dozen people that have said, that the food it always tastes amazing. Everything they had, and they have, I think they have smoothies and uh, stuff like that too. That if you're into that stuff, um, see, I tend to lean towards restaurants that have the word buffet in them. <laughs> and, and there aren't many of those anymore. No, no, there's not. So how do you feel about Chen's buffet? I, I actually enjoy it. Uh, I, I really like Chen's, and I'm not, I'm not a general so chicken person, but I love their spicy chicken. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. And the, and the if you haven't been to Crispy Crunch Chicken, oh, hold on. There's not a restaurant out there called Crispy Crunch Chicken. You guys put this on the list, and I had no idea what it was. So explain to folks what Crispy Crunch Chicken is. 
to not call that a restaurant is kind of insulting. Where, where can I drive to in this town and see a sign that says Crispy Crunchy it, Chicken? It, there really is a sign. Yeah. Right there across from my father's house. <laughs> it's inside of a, a gas station. Do you like Casey's Pizza? <laughs> not really. <laughs> you don't like Casey's Pizza? Not really. Oh, I love Casey's Pizza. I know, I know. I like Simple Simon's Pizza, too. Me, too. I, I they're like their calzones are really really good, and his lunch specials. I don't really know that you can beat Simple Simon's lunch specials. So we usually get hot wings and uh, oh, the yeah. calzones oh, from Simple yeah. Simon's. What surprised me was we're a city of fifty five hundred right around there, and the number of restaurants in Paola. I think I had up to twenty seven restaurants, fifty five hundred people, which I thought that was a high number. Like Bo said, it's it's. You get, you what, are you, got, what are you in the mood for? you got to remember, though, it is the county seed, and there are people that come from Parker, Lacine area, will come here. If you go to Applebee's on a on a Friday or Saturday night, you're not recognizing a lot of people from Paola in there. You are at points, but there's a lot of people from that come up here, go to Walmart to shop, go eat at Applebee's, and then that's kind of their night. Kind of like how we would from here go to Olathe Spring Hill to eat. So... Now, Paul, I noticed you put the Price Chopper Deli, but you didn't put the Walmart Deli on there. See, the way I broke this down mm-hmm. is, is to kind of sit down, to be able to sit down and eat. Price Chopper Deli, you can sit down and eat. And They've got furniture in there, can't you? Can't you go over <laughs> <laughs> That is true. They have those benches right in the front by the haircut in place. You could grab some chicken strips and then go sit down. That's very true. Yeah. I, I was thinking just, you know, grab some lawn furniture or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Try Southern Eats when it comes to give a better... I mean, I like shrimp. You, Rob, I, I, Paul and Rob both. I've ate shrimp with you at All You Can Eat Shrimp. We can put away the shrimp. I'm guessing they're not going to have All You Can Eat Shrimp. Maybe if, maybe if, they do. It would be a terrible idea for them um, <laughs> I, unless they charged an enormous amount. But but we'd be there. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> because uh, it's it, I can eat a lot of shrimp. But, so, so do you think we're missing any restaurants here in Paola? Lewisburg has a ton of restaurants. Uh-huh. Uh, the surrounding towns. Uh, I don't know if you've ever eaten it uh, before it was BB's. It was something else. I don't know. But it's really good. They have really good brick oven pizza. Uh-huh. Um, there's actually a couple restaurants around the Lacine area that aren't terrible. Yeah. They're pretty good. What was the one in Drexel? Oh, Drexel. The double tea bar and grill. Oh, gosh. You smell terrible coming out of there. Unless you're a smoker, then you'll love it. But Prime rib. Their prime rib yeah. and their roasted chicken is the best around. We didn't mention the Whistle Stop Diner in Osawatomi. No, it's I've heard good things. I've only ate there one time for <clears throat> breakfast, and it was good. Yeah. There there are, and there and there's some other restaurants in Osawatomi. I think there's a still a Mexican joint and a Chinese joint in Osawatomi. See? So there's, there's, just, there's a lot of restaurants around that. The community obviously is supporting enough to do that. So, what kind of food are we missing? I mean, we really don't have an Italian, no. unless you count pizza. No, I, I, don't, I don't. I do not. I do not. Um, but I'd, I'd like to see us, you know, come up with a uh, an Italian restaurant at some point. Well, okay. So I guess Southern Eats is bringing something that's not there. Yeah. So they might. That, that's probably a good idea. And their their overhead's not going to be bad. Um, for that that old LTAP building, it looks like they're fixing it up, which I'm glad to see done. Yeah. So. I've I've seen lots of dump trucks going in and out of yeah. there, so I'm not sure how much is going to be left of that old building. <laughs> yeah. 
who knows? But I'm excited. I'm excited for him. I hope they work out. And uh, you, you, you're really excited to always see somebody put a lot of work into something, and hopefully it pans out for him. I support enough of these restaurants personally that a lot of them should be doing well if people even eat 50% of what I eat out of these restaurants. Except for McDonald's. I don't go there, which is sad to say because they're one of our sponsors. So, <laughs> Hey, besides Southern Eats, I also heard there's a new restaurant coming into town. just read about it in the paper. Um, it's, uh, what's the name? What's for Dinner Paola. What's for Dinner, yeah. Kind of a neat concept, taking over an old building and mm-hmm. giving it value again. Yeah, so if, I, if I'm correct, and I, I'm, it used to be a furniture store. Way, way, way back in the day. And then it was Shipman's Liquor for years and years and years. Right? Yep. And now... It's been sitting empty for... What, 12. 10, 12 <laughs> years? It's been a while. At least a decade. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. And yeah. I, I'm, I think it's going to be a really cool concept. I really do. Yeah. So, I, if you did you read the article all the way through? I, I must admit I don't have a subscription, so no, I didn't read the whole article. Oh. Well, I, I didn't either, but... From I know I know the owners, and from what they've told me, they would like to be able to feed people that can't afford it as well. So they're hoping that there's enough support of people eating there and paying that they'll pay enough to help people if they if they can't afford to eat, they'll have a place to go. From what from what they on the on the article side, it said uh, they're going to have a suggested price, and then if you can pay that, that's awesome. If not, then uh, you just pay as much as you can, like you said. Mm-hmm. And there is a restaurant up in North Kansas City. I think it's doing the exact same concept. I've heard of this. And what they do is they take uh, farmer's markets, leftovers from that, and they use that, and that's their special for the day. That's what they're serving at yeah. the restaurant. It's a, it's a really cool concept. And uh, I hope it goes well because I think it's a need. And like you said, we in our last podcast episode, we talked about the homelessness problem and um, and in the future, we're going to have um, discussions about that. But we know that it's an issue, and it's something that we can uh, help tackle. And the more people that get on board like that and have avenues for them to eat and take care of themselves, the better it's going to be. Well, I look forward to supporting that place. Yeah, me too. Yep. Me too. Um, did you guys hear about the the meeting with the the Methodist General Council that took place? That was just this week, last weekend. Yeah, it was in St. Louis. It was uh, it was huge. More than 800 members from the denomination of the Methodist Church came together and discussed basically the allowing um, clergy and allowing um, pastors and also to to be a part of the LGBT community and then also what what is the other to allowing allow the marriage. marriages. Yeah. Uh, to members of the LGBT community, correct? That's that's what the whole that's they voted on several things as far as I could tell. They voted on several things, but that was the major one. That was a split decision for the denomination, and the and the reason the main reason they got together, which I guess is a is a common thing for them. They get together and vote every, on every four years. Yeah, yeah, every four years. Okay, so the vote was so close. It's scary for the denomination. On either side of the fence you're on, really, um, it's scary for the denomination how close the vote was because it's it's telling us that they're very split on the topic. And and I dug a little deeper into this, and they said that 
of the 53% that, that said, no, we're going to leave it alone, we're not going to allow any of that, um, a majority of that was from Africa. Yeah. Really? So it wasn't even the United States. The United States was saying, yes, let's go ahead and do it. But because it was a worldwide vote, majority of that 53% was from Africa. That's the, that's the fastest growing uh, Methodist church right now in that area. Is in Africa? They're members of the church. Right. Wow, I did not. I didn't even realize that. That that's news to me. So if you if you haven't read, the vote was fifty three percent against allowing uh, clergy in homosexual marriages um, in the church, and then forty seven voted for it. Correct out of the eight hundred. Right. So right. out of eight hundred votes, the vote was that close. Does that surprise either one of you? It. <laughs> I guess. Two ways. One, it surprises me that I think people have confused what the church is about. Um, I, I don't think at any point they were ever saying that we don't want lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender people coming to our church. Um, right. We, we want everybody coming to our church. The votes were really about... Should these people be leading the church? Should we be enforcing that uh, with a marriage when it is clearly uh, outlined in the Bible that we shouldn't Mm -hmm. do that? And again, we're not saying they shouldn't be part of the church. We should invite them in. Um, I don't think that's any different than, you know, anybody who sins should be uh, uh, welcome in a church. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's, that's what the Methodists even said. You know, that's that's part of their their book of dis- discipline was that everyone's welcome. Doesn't matter regard you know race, color, origin, status, uh, sexual preference. They're all welcome to be part of the congregation. Yeah, it was the leadership side is what they're they were saying that they they couldn't be part of the. Uh, the leadership, the clergy, or anything like that. So the they're going to argue on the side of, well, if we're not good enough for leadership, then why are we good enough for just members? Well, or, there, there is a there is a kicker. I don't know if you've seen that, Rob, or if or Bo, you might have seen it too. On the leadership side, they said this is back in '72. They said that they would allow homosexuals to be a leader of the church, but you couldn't perform marriages, and uh, you had to be a celibate homosexual it surprises me i guess the stance probably should have been taken care of from the beginning of where they stood as a denomination on this and so i don't know why it's a question now why would you attend a church that doesn't believe in your lifestyle if you really truly believe in it to that point and then go and try to change that church's beliefs at any point why wouldn't you just start your own if you really feel that strongly about it? Because what you're saying is, is like, well, I believe in... Well, you have no idea what it takes to start a church. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah, been, been there. It's a lot of work. It is it is a lot of work. It's easier to go steal someone else's. Um, yeah, that, and, that's, and that's what I guess I'm confused on. Because you can look at this from both ways, okay? If you are part of the LGBT community and you believe strongly in your beliefs of this is how you want to live, why would you not find, why wouldn't you find something that fits your lifestyle 
and and go there other than going and forcing someone else and and this, because you're you're asking them to uh, accept your lifestyle vice versa you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. i guess the the bible is very clear that for one not just on this but we we all sin i just want to get that across like we're all very much sinners we all need a savior you know living proof believes that to a high regard that we all need a savior. We we need Jesus and we needed him to die on the cross and we need to recognize that he died for us. Okay. Wait a minute, wait. A minute. You just said it says in the Bible that we've all sinned. We've all sinned, yes. Really? Right. So what I'm I'm saying is we recognize that and so I'm no better than anyone that has any other different lifestyle. We we all in the same category need a savior. But it also says when, like, so when Jesus meets the lady at the well, um, or he runs into a prostitute that was practicing prostitution, or running into a king that murdered somebody, he all would say, "Well, there's healing here um, through me. There's forgiveness here through me." But you can't go and continue that lifestyle anymore. Like, there has to be change. Right. So all of us, even so, I'm not. You know, practicing homosexuality, but I still need to change my habits that are wrong and my sins that are bad. Um, and so, if you can't line up with the Word of God, then what are we really lining up with? That's where I guess I'm confused on why. If if you if you believe something that is against the Word of God, then you have to go start something that you believe in separate from a church that believes in the Word of God. Well, maybe they're not following the Word of God. Maybe they've got their own. Things. The Bible also says that the love of money is the root of all evil. The the love of money, I think a lot of this, and I'm not saying all of it, I'm, I'm saying some of this for the leadership of the church boils down to money. A lot of denominations own the property of these churches. Uh-huh. So, for instance, the pastor um, at the Church of Resurrection in Leewood, which is a large, large Methodist church, Mm-hmm. I would call it a highly successful church in reaching people. He is for the allowance of the LGBT community, and he is outspoken about that he he was not happy with the way this vote went. Yeah, they just got done building somewhat of a eighty ninety million dollar facility. It's big, and they and they raised tons of that money up front. They they went into debt quite a bit, but they also raised millions of dollars up front to to buy this building and to build it and it's and it's a beautiful facility massive could have changed the country of haiti with the amount of money they spent on this facility not that we're judging <laughs> no, no and i'm not I, I mean if that's what god's called you to do that's what god's called you to. i was not there so and i'm not a part of it i think it's a beautiful facility however one of the reasons that he may I, i'm told that he's not in favor of leaving the denomination at this point because I think if he looks through his bylaws of the church and them being under the Methodist denomination, that at this point, they just finished this building. If he was to say, okay, uh, Church of the Resurrection is going to leave the denomination, we are obligated to give up our facility to the denomination and move on from that. So the Methodist denomination would own that building and that church would leave and that leadership would leave. It happened, if you know, you can look into this, it happened to the Presbyterian denomination yeah, the same way. Yeah. The, the reason they left is because there was a disagreement on the same subject, 
Um, and and there were so few other, from what I'm understanding, there was a few other reasons. I'm, I wasn't part of that either. But the building was still part of the denomination, and they went off and started their own denomination and uh, started their new facilities and new churches off of that. And I'm worried for the Methodist denomination that that's good. There's going to be a lot of legal issues, and it always comes back and boils down to the financial part of how much is this going to cost us to do what we really believe. We're going to find out really who believes in what yeah, and how strongly they believe in their stance on it when it comes down to it. And they might have already discussed this behind the scenes, you know, and we don't know about it, but it's going to be interesting. If somebody were to come to you and say, uh, I'm gay, I want to be a member of your church. Mm-hmm. Is, is that okay? Can they be a member of our church? Can they lead in our church? Can they be a part and, and still be practicing homosexuality? So, cool thing, we don't have membership at Living Proof. Uh, I think if you call yourself a believer, you are a member of the church. I've always found it. I've always found membership to be uh, really cute and funny because what it's there's really no accountability to it whatsoever. You're accountable to God when you're in a relationship with God. If you have to be accountable to a church name or a church building or a church denomination, we're already putting something ahead of who's really holding us accountable. Well, in that. How- Churches determine their success is the number of members they have? If that's how you determine success, then um, have at it. And most of those numbers are so skewed, it's not Mm -hmm. even funny. Uh, I have 500 members, but they voted on something, uh, building a new building, and uh, we had 90 active members there. It was great. But we're a 500-member church. it's, It's because there's no accountability for those members to really be a part of the church. Yeah. Now, all of the bylaws would say, we want you to be active in tithing. We want you to be active in giving and serving. If you're going to call this a member, if you're going to call yourself a member of the church. And and some of them strictly might stick to that. And to answer your first question, can they lead in our church? Okay. We have active people that call themselves homosexuals coming to living proof. I would not let them lead. Our bylaws state what we believe. I, I believe that God doesn't make mistakes he created marriage not us um and you're gonna say well you don't who who are you to tell me who i love and stuff and i'll say i am not anybody to tell you who you love it's not my job i and the, the cool thing about it is when we get to heaven you don't have to answer for me like when i get there or when i'm standing in front of jesus because it says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess at some point so the cool thing about it is i'm not gonna have to answer for you on who you love all I can tell you is what the word of God says. And I believe it's still active and it's still true and it's still good. And so I don't have to answer for you. You don't have to answer for me. I believe we're all going to stand in front of him one day and we all have to answer for ourselves. Like I can't, if Paul makes a mistake, um, I don't have to stand up and say, Hey, I can vouch for Paul. He really did a good job and he served because I really don't know his heart intent. Only God knows his heart intent. So for someone that lives that lifestyle, all us, all I can say is, Seek out God, seek out the word of God, because that's what he said he left for us. And if your lifestyle lines up with that and you truly believe it lines up with that, then that's your conviction and that's between you and God. As far as our church goes, the way we read the word of God and the way we know 
God wants us to live, I, there's no way that we could allow him to lead in our church. Because we, we wouldn't lead... If, if, I was, if I was active in sleeping with underage girls, if I'm um, looking up pornography, you wouldn't let me lead because we believe it's a sin. And so I couldn't actively let somebody lead that I, I knowingly... Um, that that lives that way and and is okay with it every time i sin i feel conviction still so so do we have like a list of sins that we can and can't do uh the bible yeah has a pretty clear pretty clear uh statement there of what we're we are and what we're not supposed to do also um there's this thing called the holy spirit the spirit that he left for us when he said he died on the cross and said i'm gonna leave something even better than me being here in person which is my spirit and that's supposed to lead and guide us. And if you have that Holy Spirit in you, it's going to convict you every time you're doing something you're not supposed to do and every time you feel like you are doing something. Paul, that's, I that's think we, we were just studying that this week in Romans, weren't we? Yep. Yes, we were. I, I will say we make these subjects more complicated than what they're supposed to be. Um, we, we will tell God, hey, there's a lot of gray area here in the Bible. And honestly, that's just not true. I think that's the whole point. I mean, go back to, to the uh, United Methodists <clears throat> from the beginning, you know, back in 72, like I said earlier, was they're allowing homosexuals to lead, but they have to be celibate. So my question would be, where does this end? <clears throat> uh, yeah. Where, how how where, muddy's going to get? Well, if, if we believe this is a sin, Rob, if, I don't know if you, I don't think you have a sister, but if you married your sister. I've got two. Okay. Thank you. No, if, I wouldn't marry them. <laughs> no, not, you, they're beautiful women. I mean, love you. I hope they sister. listen. But if you, it, you know, where does it end? Like, if you were to. Um, if, if I had a business and I was cheating people on a regular basis. Right. And, and it's no different. It's no different. And, and you knowingly do that and you're open about doing that. And you say, well, I, I cheat. I, I steal money. But I'm coming to church. But I'm coming to church, and I, I love it. I love money. What's the problem? It would still be, hey, I'm not going to let you get up and say, hey, you know what? You guys should all steal money, too, with me. Because it feels really good, and it's nice. And I'm, I have money, and others don't, because I stole it from them. It's the, same, it's the same thing. Sin is sin. It's not one worse than the other or better than the other. Um, it's, there's no gray area. God asks us to live a certain way and it just is what it is. I, I will never tell God he messed up. <laughs> it's not a good idea to do that. But I do, I, I am praying for this denomination. Um, I'm praying that, that God will speak to them and speak to their hearts and, and, and also praying for the ones that are, are living that lifestyle in their churches. They obviously are, um, seeking out God and seeking out um, his, you know, what, what he has for them. And I'm praying that they just, uh, just like me, have a moment in his presence and a moment with him and, and say, you know, God, this is what I, you know, I want more of you and less of what I think is best. Because I, God's up there laughing, going, guys, I, I, <laughs> I fixed this from the beginning. Okay. Uh, you 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 have you believe in what I'm telling you to do or you don't. It's going to boil down to that, and it's it did it did for the press. This is not a new track we're we're running here. Okay? Oh no, this this race has been ran several times. There was there was people living homosexual lifestyles in Bible um, that he uh, talks. Otherwise, about. Paul wouldn't have talked about exactly. it. Exactly. 
And and here we are again, still thousands of years later, going, is this right? Is this wrong? And it's still confusing to us because we, just like everything else, want to justify what we're doing. And and I know there's going to be people listening thinking that we're completely wrong on this subject. I just want to say before we end, I, I truly do love... I have some really good friends that are are that I graduated with that are gay or lesbian. I just want I just want them to know that I love them and the people that attend Living Proof. Um, they know um, how I feel on it because I've preached on it. I've said it from the pulpit, but they do know that I, I love and care about them. And just because they love and care about me, they probably don't agree with everything that I say either. Hey, Paul, you want to read that verse there, Hebrews thirteen one through five? Uh, yep. Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing, angels without knowing it. Continue to remember those in prison as if you were together with them in prison, and those who are mistreated as if you were yourselves were suffering. Marriage should be honored by all, and the marriage bed kept pure. For God will judge the adulterer and all the sexual immoral. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, leave you, never will I forsake you. There has to be a balance from compassion and conviction. There's something wrong there when the message is we don't accept sinners. Right. As opposed to you can't be a sinner and lead. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not going to happen. Uh, I, I just I know what it is to live a life in Christ and have a marriage that is set on godly boundaries. And my goodness, it is incredible. And that's that's what I want for everybody. We really genuinely are excited just to get to hang out. And, and we hope that you enjoyed it. Please feel free to email us or contact us about topics that maybe you want to hear more about. Some of the things that you'll probably email to us we will not run with because we'll probably just completely ignore them. Uh, but anyways, what Bo meant to say was, please email us at lpleftovers <laughs> at gmail.com. Again, that's lpleftovers at gmail.com. That is so true. That is exactly what I meant to say. But thank you guys for joining us. Appreciate it very much. Join us next time. Subscribe. Get your friends to subscribe to our podcast. And then and maybe in all seriousness, one day we really will have a sponsor and we won't have to joke about it. Wait a minute. We're not getting paid for this? I quit my job to do this. (laughs) And we appreciate that. (laughs) We do appreciate you taking the time to listen to Leftovers, the Living Proof podcast for the stuff that didn't fit into our service. We hope you had some fun. We made you laugh, but mostly, I hope we made you think.